Hey everybody, welcome back to Black Belt Theater. And before we get started, I have a quick question for everybody out there. Who's the master? Show enough! That's right. I have been dying to talk about this film. Uh, one of my all-time favorite just films in general. Uh, not just martial arts films. I mean, this is definitely... Call it a hidden gem, call it a guilty pleasure, you know, call it what you will, but I'm going to talk about the 1985 classic, The Last Dragon, uh, also known as Barry Gordy's The Last Dragon. Uh, just a side note, Barry Gordy, um, pretty much uh, owner of Motown Records, uh, you know, Jackson 5, Diana Ross, uh, I think you know who Barry Gordy is. Uh, this was kind of his foray into the film business. Um, you know, a lot of Motown music is featured in there, especially, you know, a lot of the newer artists. Uh, Vanity, you know, obviously she is in this film, um, you know. So, I mean, I think that's what Barry Gordy was kind of looking to do. He was kind of trying to make like a martial arts, maybe sort of like, you know, martial arts, pop music, new Motown kind of a movie. I don't know what he was trying to do, but let me tell you, they made a classic. Um, where to begin with this film? It's got pretty good martial arts in it, actually. Uh, the lead, who is Leroy Green, a.k.a. Bruce Leroy, uh, is played by Timac. Uh, Timac was, or is, I should say, uh, a martial artist. He's an actor, a stuntman, stunt choreographer... Um, this is probably really his most famous role, um, although I did see that coming out pretty soon, I think it's going to be in limited release, and then it's pretty much going to go straight to uh, streaming, he is going to be co-starring in a film called uh, Fury of the Fist, I believe it's called, which kind of looks like like a kung fu parody type of film. Um, he's in it, Danny Trejo's in it, uh just just look for it online it looks like it actually looks like it's gonna be a lot of fun um side note timac back in 2004 starred in an off-broadway production of roadhouse the comedy uh taking up the lead role of dalton uh timac put on a blonde mullet wig and he played the role of dalton in roadhouse and it is something that i wish i had seen and if he's going to listen to this podcast, fingers crossed, hey, Timac, bring it back because I never got a chance to see it. I want to see it. But enough about that. Let's talk The Last Dragon. So, classic movie, uh, story of a young man, blue, uh, Leroy Green, Bruce Leroy, excuse me there. Uh, you know, he studies martial arts, uh, studies kung fu, and, you know, we can see that he's kind of progressed uh, to that final level, as his master tells him, uh, you know, or his instructor tells him, you know, that final level, um, you know, thinking without thinking, you know, uh, that sort of a thing. He's like, you've pretty much mastered everything. You are the master and somebody who masters the martial arts. And they never really say what martial arts that, uh, Leroy does. Um, but they say when you master the martial arts like this and you become a true master, like your idol, Bruce Lee, uh, you'll be able to focus all your energy and you'll get your body will be bathed in this glowing light called the glow. Um, Leroy feels that, you know, no, I'm not there yet. I'm not at that level yet. You know, train me more, train me more. His master tells him, look, 
I've done all I can. Um, but what he does is he takes uh, something that looks like a medallion and he hands it to Leroy and he tells him, you know, this um, this medallion belonged to Bruce Lee. Uh, he goes, you know, go down to Chinatown, uh, find the master, some dumb goy, and, you know, show him this and he'll take you to that next step. You know, he'll, he'll bring you to, uh, to obtain the glow, to become a master. So, you know, Leroy takes it. He, he heads out. Uh, we find out that uh, he has a rival. Shonuff, the Shogun of Harlem. He's back. I mean, it's the first time we see him on film. We never knew he had left, but he is back. Sidebar. Shogun of Harlem, Shonuff, one of my all-time favorite movie villains. Just with the kimono... With those classic, like, 80s, you know, I don't even know what you kind of call those sunglasses. You know, they look like shutters or something. You've got a little Japanese flag on it. Um, he had his hair done up, kind of like the Shoguns did back in the day. It's sort of like he's got the three ponytails on it. It is absolutely an amazing look. Uh, he is mean as anything. Uh, he's just got some great lines in this film, you know. Uh... First time when we see him, uh, he comes into a movie theater where they're showing um, Enter the Dragon. And uh, Bruce Leroy's there, sitting up front, eating popcorn with chopsticks. You gotta love it. I mean, come on, this is classic stuff. Show uh, Enough shows up, and, you know, he, 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 tells, uh, he tells Leroy that, you know, look, it's down to you and me. There can only be one master. We got to fight to see who's the best. You know, Leroy says no. Uh, throws some mystical wisdom at him. Show enough laughs it off. And he's like, you know, he's like, yeah, they got a lot of rumors about you. You know, you could catch bullets with your teeth. Remember that line. It's going to come back later. Um, you know, Leroy gets away uh, without having to fight him, you know, because show enough pretty much instigates a riot there. Leroy slips out the back. Um, and that's really like one half of this movie is sort of like this confrontation between show enough and and leroy uh he tracks leroy down to his dojo where he's training uh these youngsters and teenagers and martial arts he pretty much comes in there threatens them ridicules him um leroy refuses to fight him you know he just doesn't believe in it um, he actually attacks uh, one of Leroy's students, beats him up pretty badly, forcing Leroy to uh, bow to him and kiss his converse. That's a villain for you. Kiss my converse. Another sidebar. Went to a uh, Comic-Con, uh, Garden State Comic-Con. Uh, went there two years ago. It was the first time uh, my daughter and I went there, my daughter Diana. And, you know, there's cosplayers there, and there was a cosplayer who, to the T looked like show enough I got pictures with them I will find them I will throw it up on the Instagram page but I just when I saw it I mean I was like a little schoolgirl. I was like giggling like oh my god oh my god I gotta take a picture with you and he was like yeah no problem you know he was nicest guy uh, and like I said, his costume was like, it, it looked like it came right off of the set. And, you know, he, he himself looked like, you know, a very, uh, excuse me, a, a very young Julius Carey. Julius Carey, of course, you know, he played show enough. Uh, if you were a fan of, um, 
The Adventures of Briscoe County Jr., which was a, a Bruce Campbell TV show. Uh, he was uh, he was a pre- he had a pretty big role in that show. He played Lord Bowler, as in Bowler Hat. Uh, he was a bounty hunter. Uh, he aided Briscoe County, uh, uh, Briscoe County Jr. Sorry, a lot. Very very underrated show. I was really sad to see that it had gotten canceled back in the day. But enough about that. Let's keep going. There's a second half to this tale, or a second story that goes on, and it concerns um, a woman who, uh, you know, her name is Laura Charles. Uh, she sort of has, like, a, a weekly video show uh, inside a studio. It's kind of like an American bandstand, soul train kind of a thing called Seventh Heaven. Um, and there is a, a businessman, uh, sort of a shifty businessman by the name of Eddie Arcadian, who owns arcades uh he wants to convince laura charles to play his um his girlfriend angela she you know he's put her up in music videos she is not very talented but he feels that if he can convince laura charles to play her videos on um on her show seventh heaven then you know angela will become a huge star it'll be great for everybody great for him uh and really that's really what he's looking at it'll be great for him he'll make a lot of money who cares about everybody else um you know he tries to sweet talk her uh, but, you know, she won't even see him. So, you know, he tried to do it the nice way. Now he's going to do it the nice, you know, now he's going to do it the rough way, the Eddie Arcadian way. Um, it just so happens that uh, he abducts her and uh, he's going to bring her bring her back to his sort of hideout there or his offices or whatever it is. Uh, Leroy sees this. Uh, he follows and he actually breaks in and rescues her. Um when Eddie finds out, you know, it's this Leroy Green character uh, sort of protecting Laura Charles, you know, that really instigates it. He's He's got to get Leroy. Show Nuff's got to get Leroy. So we got the super team coming up. Um, like I said, throughout the film, Show Enough is going around. He, uh, like I said, he hassles Leroy in his dojo. He actually shows up at Leroy's parents own a pizza parlor in Harlem, uh, which, I don't know, they laugh about it there, like, uh, his younger brother Richie is like, you know, why do you have to open up a pizza shop in Harlem? I mean, I've been all around the city. There's pizza places everywhere. It's not that big of a deal, but, whatever. Richie, the younger brother, how could I forget about him? Classic character, uh, thinks he is the coolest guy out there, loves rap, loves breakdancing, uh, he's got these hanger-ons, these wannabes that follow him around, um, just totally rags on his brother the entire time, says he's uncool, says he's lame, um, gets very upset when he actually sees Leroy kiss, uh, Laura Charles, you know, that's supposed to be his girl, not Leroy's girl, um, some great scenes here, you know, the big showdown is coming down, um, you know, Eddie Arcadian, he, he wants things his way, and he feels the only way he's going to get his way with Laura Charles, you get her to play the videos on her show, is to get rid of Leroy. Um, he puts together a team of, I don't know, thugs, bandits, crazies. I mean, look, this was the 80s. Uh, you got guys with chains. You got guys wearing, there were guys wearing, like, kickboxing pads. Like, like they were a gang, and they were wearing, like, kickboxing pads. It was the 80s. Give us a break. Um, 
you know, but he, he pretty much puts together like this hit squad, you know, all these goons and thugs. Uh, once again, you know, he, he, um, he kidnaps Laura Charles. Richie happens to be there at Seventh Heaven, so he gets tied up with her. Uh, you know, he lures Leroy there. Uh, and probably one of the greatest sort of like end, you know, end of the movie fight scenes breaks out. Um, you know, Leroy's fighting these guys, you know, all these, you know, thugs and murderers and some of Show Enough's crew is in there. Uh, when who comes to the rescue, but you know, his karate students or his martial arts students, they show up to even the odds. Um, Eddie takes, uh, Laura Charles. He runs next door to an abandoned building, you know, kind of taunting Leroy, catch me if you can, because it sets up the big fight between him and show enough. Show enough is there. They get down to it. They're fighting. Show enough gets the upper hand because, he possesses the glow. His hands start glowing red. He starts pounding on Leroy. He's got Leroy. He takes him over. There's like a, a barrel full of water. He's he's going to drown him. He's like, you know, who's the master? Who's the master? He's telling him. As he's dunking his head, Leroy's thinking back on everything that happened to him. And he realizes that what his teacher was telling him the whole time is that he really was the master. He is. Because he sees everybody in his life telling him, telling him that he is. He is the master. Uh, he believes it himself. He finally learns that lesson is that he had the tools, he had the gift all along, he just had to believe it himself. So the final time he gets dunked, who's the master? Leroy pops up, glowing gold, I am. And he proceeds to beat the snot out of show enough um now remember i said you know show enough had that line catches bullets with his teeth yeah leroy catches bullets with his teeth eddie takes a shot at him it looks like he's down you know laura's screaming oh my god eddie comes over to gloat rolls leroy over he smiles he's got that bullet right between his teeth great film classic i love it to death can't talk enough about it if you have not seen The Last Dragon, find it. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Uh, you could probably buy it on Amazon for a couple of bucks. I am sure it is on YouTube. It is somewhere out there. If you have not seen this film, you have to see it. You love martial arts, you'll love this film. You like 80s nostalgia, you'll love this film. You like great character actors, you'll love this film. Speaking of some actors, you know, I kind of talked about some of the big ones that were in it. Uh, there were some people that actually kind of had their debut, I guess, in this film. Uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call them cameos because at, at the time they weren't really known back then. Um, in the Green family, uh, you know, Leroy has a younger sister, a little sister. Uh, he calls her Lotus Blossom. Uh, the mom calls her Princess. Everybody else calls her Sophia, which causes Richie to say. You got to pick a name for this girl. She's not going to know who she is when she grows up. That is a young Keisha Knight Pullman who went on to play Rudy on The Cosby Show. Uh, we see Ernie Reyes Jr. in this film. Uh, he's the younger brother of this guy named Johnny Yu, who was the student that got beat up in Leroy's class. Uh, Ernie Reyes Jr., of course, uh, the star of Surf Ninjas. Uh, he was the star of Teenage Mutant, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. And in the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, he actually played one of the turtles. I think he was Donatello uh, in the suit there. Uh, he's in there. Um, 
Chaz Palminteri, and I only, I only know this because I looked it up. Chaz Palminteri had a bit role in it. He was a thug. And William H. Macy played Lord Charles' assistant, J.J. Um, if you saw this film, he was the one that Eddie Arcadian kind of strong-armed to try to get a meeting with Laura Charles. And there's the scene where he's like, you know, Laura, come on, you got to meet this guy, this Eddie Arcadian. And she's like, I don't want to, you know, so what if I don't? He's like, no, you got to, you know, he's like, you could tell clearly that he's been strong-armed by Eddie Arcadian. You know, it's kind of cool to just to see some of these guys, uh, you know, kind of get their start here. Alrighty, well, I'm going to officially close the doors here on Black Belt Theater. Thank you for joining me. Um, Keep it tuned here to Stuff You Don't Need to Know. We'll be dropping content on you day in and day out. Don't forget, check out our website, www.brothersinarmchairs.com. That is all one word. It's going to link you up to all of our great podcasts. Uh, Of course, your favorite one here, Stuff You Don't Need to Know. Uh, Nerd and Me, Enter the Nerd Zone, Fat Guys in Little Coats, and Defender of the Realm. This is Jay, signing off.